Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad Disney California Adventure continues to confuse me. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is covered up again. What the heck is going on? They uncovered a little bit, and then they uncovered a little bit more, and now they've put the paper grocery bag back up. When does this when does this attraction open? I don't know. Uh, May 27th. May 27th. I do know. May 27th. Is Are we recording on May 27th? No. Then why are we talking about this stupid thing again? Because why are they keep... Why do they keep uncovering it and then covering it back up it's just weird i i really think it's because they're like you know you know how we can get people to continue talking about uh mission breakout escape from blah 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 we can we can uncover a part and then cover it back up and we can uncover another part and we'll cover it back up and they'll talk about it every time we do something well, mission accomplished i guess but yeah yeah because to some extent that's what it feels like because we're talking about this thing again. But but I guess you can't. Well, but it's just like it, it's it's such an anomaly. Like leave it covered or leave it uncovered. Who cares? But why why cover it back up? They my my mind is consumed. With I think what I, on earth they're doing. I think what happened is they heard our episode. What was that like two weeks ago <laughs> when they uncovered it or whatever? And they're like, oh no. Jeremy is not happy with what's been done so far, guys. Cover that back up. We are repainting. And then we'll uncover it again when we think we've got it to a point where he might be happy. And then we'll uncover it and get his feedback. Either that or they uncovered it because they needed to, you know, dry something. And then it's dry. And now they've covered it back up because it's not done yet. But but it's it's definitely one of the two. It's it's definitely either that or it's you. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's what you said that they listen and they're worried about how i'll react well all that i know for sure now is that in two weeks we're going to be talking about this again when they uncover <laughs> some other section of it and jeremy's like okay we've got to cover that if they do that i mean wouldn't that's just it would be worth talking about because it continues to be the weirdest thing <laughs> ever but this whole thing has been the weirdest thing ever we're going to keep the ride running while we're tearing it apart. And then we're going and then we're finally going to get to a point where we're going to have to close the ride. And then we're going to cover the entire thing. And you know that, you know that thing that we've done where we've, where we've done these beautifully painted scrims? Yeah, we're not doing that. Paper bagging this sucker. That's what we're doing to this. Because you're going to have no clue. And then we're going to show you. And then we're going to hide it again. So, yeah, nothing about this has made sense everything now. Everything about it is weird, and it just like it it boggles my mind why they continue to to do these weird things. But anyway, so since we were since you and I were so gung ho about this whole uh, uh, what do they call it celebration at the top sp- sparkle sprinkle tink I <laughs> I don't know whatever whatever this thing was called uh, or uh, not was called is called. Uh, Easy W, easy dub to dub, because remember, that's what we're calling this now, because it's a lot easier for me to say. Easy dub to dub dot com did a review uh, of the of the celebration at the top and was not as impressed as what we were maybe hoping they would be. 
the review basically talks, you know, about what food was actually available, um, the the drinks that were available and stuff. Um, they had some some sushi, um, and they had the it was it, the funniest part about that for me was the craft beers uh, are mostly just domestics like Miller and Bud, and there's really not much of a craft beer presence there. It's mostly just the cheap domestic stuff that they have lying around, I guess, and it'll be interesting to see if that changes. Well, they did. They did note. They did note that while it originally said craft beer, if you look at the current description, they removed the word. Now it's just beer and wine. Ah, okay. so so I Disney did not, I didn't, Disney covered I didn't their yeah yeah yeah. If you if you read the review, he does he does note that, and I think that was probably intelligent on their parts because yeah, craft would be uh, would be going a little bit farther. Yeah, it's a little bit of a misnomer at this point. But anyway, the review ends with uh like a comparison to what you would spend if you as a party of two went up to California Girl and got most of the same food and drinks that they offer at celebration at the top and basically what they say is that for about the same price that you would pay for celebrations at the top maybe slightly less even you could get all of this food at your own table and not have to you know do a buffet and and if you know basically like they they said in the review that celebration at the top is not worth the money and i find that interesting because i didn't get that vibe from the review while I was reading it, what what the vibe that I kept, or what I what I understood, you know, looking at all of the points and stuff, is celebration at the top is not the value that we made it seem like, or that I made it seem like last week. Um, but it's not like a waste of money. It's basically the same as just going to California Grill. And the the little chart that he made at the end of the review kind of confirms that that it 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 is mostly the same price wise but my thing about it is you know if you're the kind of person who would rather go to California Girl with say your wife and sit at a table for two and have a bunch of different you know appetizers and and stuff and just share all this food and have drinks and everything if if you're that kind of person go to California Girl you know go in there make a reservation Go and have dinner, whatever. If you're a, a more, you know, a person who likes to nibble and pay that money, but get to try a little bit of everything and, and you don't have to commit to a certain food or certain drink or whatever, if you're that kind of person, then Celebration at the Top is going to appeal to you. Um, if you, and, and especially if you're a, a heavy drinker, I think Celebration at the Top tends to, um, tends to become more and more valuable the more you drink. But but his chart, dude, his chart is like with 10 cocktails of your choice, 12 craft beers or eight glasses, that is five cocktails per person, six beers per person, or four glasses of wine. Now, the four glasses of wine is maybe, that's a lot of alcohol. That's a lot of alcohol Yeah. Uh, for, for, you, it know, is. Yeah, for, for you sure. to take in in the, what is it, like 45 minutes before illuminations and the half hour after illuminations uh but again wishes. I, or did i really wishes. just say illum- ah man i have illuminations on the brain 
please, please don't tell me that I have that on the brain because that's the next thing on the chopping block uh, or, or happily ever after, depending on when you're visiting either wishes or happily ever after. Um, but yeah, so he, he already included quite a bit of alcohol in there. And in fact, you could cut some of the alcohol that he has in his little chart out and actually add a little bit more uh, appetizers or something like that. But I definitely think you're right that it's not, this is not the, oh my goodness, this is the best deal on pro. This is yeah. Disney's best kept secret because we all know that's DVC. Right. Uh, but sure. second to that, maybe is still not this. Uh, but, you know, looking at the food, I'm like, yes, you know, you can get the duck confit flatbread and you can get the roasted tomato flatbread and all this, you know, and you can get some right. of the sushi knocked out. But it, that that's still not going to give me the pork belly bow and the, you know, the, the lobster roll and all of the different dessert options that are available. And if I want to kind of, if I want to graze, and try a little bit of this and a little bit of that without mm-hmm. just feeling like I'm going crazy. I still don't. I still don't know that this is a bad thing, right? No, no, no. And uh, uh, th- my whole point is, I think that whether or not you should do celebration at the top comes down to what you prefer. I would say, for me, if my wife and I were going to go up to California Grill, it would make more sense for us to just go and get dinner. But if I was going up by myself, or if you and I were going up, and uh, I would, I would say that. Oh yeah, we'd we'd be we'd still be doing a celebration at the top. I think so. Yeah, if you and I did it, it, it because celebration at the top is a far less intimate version of California Grill. And if I'm going with my wife, and this is you know just. For for the purposes of what I'm saying, we'll we'll just we'll just say that the price is basically the same, and so you're not going to save or or spend more depending on what you do. But I think I think uh, the context of it is what's important and what you like. And I still maintain that this is a much better value than any of the dessert parties, um, because of the relative you know, relatively same price of them uh, versus what you get. And um, I just think, I think that with Celebration at the Top, how they have it set up, at least for right now, the context of what you're doing and where you're going uh, or, or what you're doing and who you're with and, 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 and stuff like that is important. And although that seems, I think, like kind of a dumb you know, very obvious thing to say. I don't know that we've had many of these type of parties in in restaurants that are usually like, you know, really hard to get into kind of date night type restaurants, you know? And so I think, I think, uh, you know, you, you have a dessert party and that that is definitely like more of a party vibe. Like we're going to go and have cupcakes and desserts and we're going to enjoy ourselves and then we're going to watch some fireworks. But California Grill is a place where you go for a nice dinner that is, you know, a great place to, if if you're at Disney with your significant other, go and have a date night while you're on vacation. Um, the food is good. The atmosphere is good. The waitstaff is usually pretty good. And uh, the view is great, and you can watch fireworks after you eat. And I mean, it's a really nice place to go on a date night. And I just don't know 
that I would recommend Celebration at the Top the way it is, like just, you know, a blanket recommendation when um, I think that depending depending on what is going on and, and who you're with and stuff, I, I think it, it it's totally a pretty even decision on how you want to experience California Grill. And yeah. I think either one of them is fair, and either one of them is is a is a, probably a good time. And at the end of the night, either way, you get to go out and watch wishes from the California Grill. So I I still like it. It's definitely not as valuable as I thought it was, but I still think that overall, this is a a pretty good thing that they're doing. Yeah, and I do think that you know if you're gonna do a date night, um, this may yeah. not this may not be your best option. But on the other hand, I wouldn't yeah. say that, you know, inherently California Grill is only, you know, I, I went up there with my with my boss and his wife uh, at one point and, you know, we all we all had a great time. So I don't think California Grill is inherently intimate. Don't go there unless you're having a date night with a significant other or somebody you're hoping to make. That. No, no, but it can be. Yes, absolutely. And the party vibe is not as much. Yeah. And I think that's a rare thing on property is what I was is, is what I meant. Uh, by that oh yes because you know even ohana ohana is a, a nice a nice restaurant but you don't get the like i could have a date here the same that or at least i don't um the same that i do at california grill yeah you could have a fun date there but it's not yeah the 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 intimacy that's available at right. california grill is definitely not available at ohana so uh, i guess the moral of the story is when i when i initially saw the uh, the tweet from uh, Easy Dub to Dub, which if you guys aren't following uh, him on Twitter, I s- highly suggest it. Lots of lots of good tweets are available there. Uh, but when I saw the when I saw that that the picture of the two tables, I'm like, well, that is disappointing. Yeah, I really hate that we talked about that. But reading the full review, I'm 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 more in you you know the same camp you are, where depending on what you're looking for, it could be good for you or it could not be good for you but it's also not the oh my gosh you're getting california grill with a lot of a lot of extra stuff at what would essentially be bargain basement prices which let's be honest we knew there was a catch somewhere in there because it's disney and they're not in the habit of not making gobs and gobs of money so and i'm not disappointed but it is much different than i think we both thought it would be but still i i definitely think that that is a that is a worthwhile consideration because I would never go to California Girl by myself. Like if if you know Claire was sick, whatever uh, she didn't want to go, she was with a friend of hers, whatever. Like whatever the case, I would never go to California Girl by myself. But I would definitely go to Celebration at the Top by myself. Meanwhile, I because think of the vibe. No, I think you're crazy. I would totally go to if Nancy, if Nancy said I just don't feel up to it. If I had a California Grill reservation, I am still going to California Grill because that food is amazing, and I don't care. I will go watch Wishes by myself and feel very happy with whatever whatever selection I made. The only problem is that if I don't bring somebody with me, I feel really bad about ordering that entire appetizer for just me. <laughs> Outside of that, though, I don't care. But I know what you do care about. Check out this segue. Pins. Wow, that was smooth. That was smooth. So I, I, know, I know what happened here. Don't you, worry. I'll edit out myself saying check out this segue so it'll appear to be totally smooth. Absolutely. Wink. Absolutely. As smooth as butter. So I know, I know that when butter. you looked at the, 
uh, show notes and you saw that I had posted pins, you're like, why? <laughs> because you are you are not a you are not a pins guy, right? Uh, do you, no. Do you I even have any dis? Not. Do you even have any Disney pins? I have zero Disney pins. See, that's just sad to me. That's just like I don't have I don't have a lot of Disney pins, but I do have Disney pins, and I think they're kind of cool to collect. Uh, but actually, the reason I have this in the show notes is not inherently to discuss the pins. It's to discuss something else. Uh, so for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Disney has announced that as as Pandora's opening comes closer, uh, over the next few weeks, they're going to be releasing different pins that uh, that have basically pictures of the posters that they have done to uh to hype up the the pandora uh what opening i guess and each of yep. these pins will be a limited uh 1250 available at discovery trading company uh at disney's animal kingdom and then they will have when the park opens a limited edition of 250 which will have the three pins that they are giving out plus two what they're calling completer pins, meaning they're only going to be, be available in this, uh, this box set that will be available on May 27th. And let's be honest, there's 250 of them, so they are not going to be available after May 27th, right? They're not going to be available one minute after they go on sale May 27th. Yeah, yeah, like May 26th, I mean, those you, things are you just gonna... better be in line for those pins, right? Yeah, 250 is nothing. But again, the reason that I'm putting in putting this in the show notes and the reason I want to talk about this is not just because of the pins, because the pins do look very nice. I do like the posters that they have done for Pandora. I think they look very cool. I don't know that I would personally Mm -hmm. get these pins. I might get them after I've grown attached to Pandora. Uh, But it's more about the, you know, they're going to have three of these pins. There will be basically 1500 available, right? The 1250 plus the 250 in the in the full set. And then there's going to be right. two pins. There will only be 250 of available. And I mean, maybe maybe I'm being extremely negative because we both know that I never ever get that way about anything, right? But maybe I'm being <laughs> extremely negative, but when I look at that I go, okay, so there's going to be 250 sets of those the the full set with the two completer pins available. And 175 of those will find their way to eBay like 30 minutes after they get bought. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And, and that just, like, on the one hand, I really like the fact that Disney does limited edition things, things that you have to be there to, to, to get. And, you know, there's, there's excitement to actually getting it. But... Then there's the the resale market just kind of kills the excitement for me on these things. And so I don't even know if I like the fact that they're limited edition. Here's what I wish they would do. I like the idea of completer pins. Um, You know, like here's here's a set and then here's two very limited pins that, you know, will complete your collection. But what I wish they would do is like they're only available in the park. And only available to people who also have the other four. You know, well, like you that's walk That's basically up what they're to, doing, right? I mean, they're saying if you go well, buy the other three, but I guess you would. You, what you're saying is if you bought like one each week, and then but you not in up, a set. 
Okay. Yes, not in a set. Like you, for people who have gone to the trouble of getting the other, you know, however many three pins, who have come every week and waited for these, you know, these less limited pins. The, your reward is that you walk up to the sales table or whatever and show them here are the other three and then you have the ability to buy the completer ones but we because both but we both know the that, resellers would do that right well yeah but that would at least that would at least make it a little bit more um difficult to get and it would make it a little more special for the people who do care because not being able to buy them all in a set from Disney, yeah, obviously you'll be able to you would be able to buy them on eBay all in a set. But for the for the real like people who just want the pins, I think that would be just a much more fulfilling, much better way for them to do it. Um than than selling them. Like I I don't I don't fully understand like why why even have the completer pins if you're just going to sell, you know, the set of them because we have to have so some that, way to convince my, you to spend a lot thing. more a lot more money on the entire set i think is the thing there right R- yeah yeah for sure um but i just it doesn't it, it feels like it would be more fun for for the people the collectors if it was gamified a little more like you know i got to get i have to get these 3 and i have to get them as soon as possible because when the two very very rare ones go on sale I have to I have to be able to buy them. You know, I have to have all of the prerequisites met to actually even purchase these very limited pins. And that just seems more fun and seems more it seems more collectible, you know? So, I don't know. Uh I I I'm not a pin person. I think these pins are are pretty and um if I was a pin person, I can see this small set being a really easy get, you know, and even maybe an easy way to get into pin collecting because you could pretty easily get a complete set. And I know that if I had four out of five, I like the whole set would just be nothing. You know, I wouldn't want it. But this seems like a pretty easy way to get into pin collecting if you're not a pin person, but want to be. And if you are a pin person, it's a pretty easy way to get a full set of something. So yeah, as long as you're it as long as cool. you're in the park on May 27th, and you totally ignore the fact yeah. that Pandora is opening, because all that you're going to be able to focus <laughs> on is getting to Discovery Trading Company and getting in line for for this set of pins. Like I said, I right. I don't know. I know that it's I know that it's gripey, but it just frustrates me when I see these things, and like I just I know that they're mostly going to be available on the resale market and that's going to be the primary way that you're going to be able to get them you know it's the same as with uh when you know the last time nancy and i went we went to uh we went to skipper canteen and you remember the you remember the cups they had right um yeah like the moscow mule cups or something yeah yeah those moscow mule cups they had for the first couple of days but people were like just buying them by the gross or whatever and reselling them online, and then they ran out. Well, when we went, I was like, I would have thought it would be really cool to have one of the, and it's not so that I can go resell that cup, it's because I can take it home with me, and remember the first time we visited Skipper Canteen, but there's none of those available, because most of them most of them have been bought for resell. 
And I don't know. That just exactly it, it rubs me the wrong way, dude. I think the people who want them to collect them far outnumber the people who want them to resell them. And so I don't think that there would be a big problem with changing the way that they did it to, you know, making it to where you had to have the other ones, you know, and and I think it would maybe even fight some of the reseller stuff because a lot of those reseller people are just lazy. That's why they resell that stuff because they're lazy. Um, we just lost, so I think, I think we just Disney- lost 15 to 15 <laughs> subscribers who are like, I resell stuff. This is how I make my living. And you guys are totally bagging on. But I think I think if Disney gamified it a little bit in some way, that it would make it better for everybody. So so but by game. So what, what they, do I know? I'm not, I'm not a pin person. So once we cover that, then we're going to need to go into our why hasn't Disney gamified Magic Bands? Right? How would they gamify Magic Bands? Dude, we've had this discussion before. Not unfortunately, not on the podcast. We've had it. Believe it or not, <laughs> folks, when we actually sit down to record this podcast. We're talking for maybe 30 minutes before the podcast to an hour, depending on what time we start, to yeah. 30 minutes to an hour. 30 after minutes. The, Who are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. And we, and we regularly have to say, okay, we can't talk about that because we're talking about it on the podcast. But I know we've had this yeah. discussion. Gamifying Magic Bands would be awesome, and I don't know why they haven't done it yet. You know, where it's like you've you visited three out of four attractions in Adventureland, complete all four attractions. Right to unlock the Adventureland badge in the My Disney Experience app. That would be incredible. Or And what if what if that was a prerequisite to buy a pin? Ooh. Oh, dude, so you could only buy a pin if you had visited all the attractions in Pandora. You are you yes. you have now fully explored Pandora and now you can now you're unlocked to go spend money to go buy a pin. But you want to buy that pin because you want to prove to other people that you visited all the attractions in Pandora. Yeah. Yes. And you would. Oh, my gosh. I would so like, have I to think buy that, that would pin. Be awesome. Yeah. Yes. I think that would be amazing. That would make you a pin collector, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be sure. It would sure help. It, it, would, it would push you a that, little bit further if it said you get to buy this pin only because you did all this stuff. And don't you want to show other people that you did this stuff by buying this? pin or throw or whatever random thing they want to sell you but it's but it's exclusive right think about when they roll when they roll out magic bands around the world or the technology at least think about like you take your magic band to tokyo and you go to uh tokyo disneyland and tokyo disney sea then you go to hong kong and do that then you go to shanghai and then like 30 years later you have visited every Disney park and you've done all of the attractions at every Disney park and you have proof that you did that. Disney recognizes you did that and, you know, probably they would send you something and you wouldn't have to buy it. But to to receive a thing, a token, a coin, something that says, I went everywhere and I did everything. And this is the official Disney, you know, demarcation of I have done everything there is to do. That would be amazing. Well, so, okay, so for those of you who haven't, have we talked about the the WDW 46, uh, 47 challenge on the podcast before? I I don't think so. Okay. So, parkology.com or parkeology.com, I guess, yeah, parkeology.com, has this thing that they call the 
dub to dub 46 47 challenge where you have one day and you try to ride every ride and they have a list of all the rides and you're supposed to take a picture of yourself on every ride to show that you've done the challenge. And I think it's 46 47 because some ride had closed and they have certain rules. Right, but that's for, not. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that's not what you're talking about. But my thing is like there are there are people who take this extremely seriously. And this is, you know, you have to take a picture and it's just some third party thing. Imagine if that was like Disney sponsored. Like Disney, Disney yeah. suddenly starts, you know, again, showing, you know, like, let's break it down into lands. Initially, you've done everything in Adventureland and Walt Disney World. You've done everything at Critter Country and Disneyland. Uh, you've done everything at uh, Arabian Harbor. I forget what, what it's called Peninsula. over in Tokyo. Is it Arabian Peninsula? Really? Wow. I think so. Okay. Over at Tokyo Disney Sea, like, you know, breaking it down into lands and then you've done entire parks. And then, like you said, you've done this entire thing. Like that would make me like that would be so exciting to me to say, I know that I've done every attraction because I have proof right here. Uh, and like everything is everything leans into this gamification. And like you said, yeah, uh, allowing you the opportunity opportunity to do these like not not secret things but limited things that say yeah. i am a true di i mean isn't that what d23 is all about basically is saying i'm a disney super fan and and that mm -hmm. you're still you're still just paying money for how much more i'm a disney super fan is it when you can say look at hey jeremy i just last trip i got a hundred percent completion at magic kingdom but you know what you're going to have to go back next time because the railroad was under refurbishment when you went. And so you didn't get a hundred percent. So I guess you're going to have to make another trip because you got to get that, you know, you're right. at 98%. Right. I think, I think that would be incredible. Yeah. Just gamifying it in and of itself is awesome. But I love the idea of, you know, the, the, the exclusive pins, the exclusive, whatever it is that can be untied. So, so, uh, you know, since, since clearly, Again, you know, as we discussed at the beginning of the podcast, Disney listens to us and they decide to they decide to cover things back up <laughs> based on what you say, based on what we're both saying, they totally need to get behind this whole we are going to gamify everything and the My Disney experience is going to have a totally amazing upgrade in like 3 months where everything's going to you know what actually uh what 60 how many days am I away from my my visit now? Like 64, 67 days. That's when that's when it needs to be gamified because yeah. I got to start working on my <laughs> uh, my hundred percent completion when I head down there. <laughs> um, real time follow up: the Arabian Peninsula is an actual uh, geographic location. The um, at Tokyo Disney, it is the Arabian coast. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I knew I knew Arabian Peninsula sounded legit, but I just didn't. I thought it was yeah okay. Coast makes a lot more sense in 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 the whole Disney Sea nomenclature, I suppose. So, right. So gamify gamify Arabian Coast, gamify it all, Disney. Well, that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dot com slash MTM Podcast, and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. 
The show is on YouTube now, so if you head over to YouTube.com uh, and search for Missing the Mouse, you can subscribe and listen on YouTube if that's what you like to do. Um, you head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Uh, it really helps out um, sharing the show, and and it really helps us to know that you guys are listening and, and helps us to really want to do the show you know if we know we have a if we have a uh an audience then uh, we know we want to do the show and so go ahead and leave us a review like disney family fun times four did thanks disney family fun times four uh they left a very nice review on itunes we will be back next week with a brand new episode and until then have a magical day